Hey, this is Joe Caminetti Jr. Welcome to the BC Podcast. We hope it inspires you and helps you in your journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. Faith it till you make it. It's all about this substance called faith. And the Bible teaches us that it comes when we hear what God says. Faith comes by hearing what God's declared. Well, everything in your Bible, God spoke and then it was written down and it will produce faith when we hear it, whether it's a promise or if it's an instruction or a command, faith always comes with it. So I created an acrostic that helps us remember the five main things faith can do, and it's the word power, and it goes like this. We can push out enemies, or are, we can receive promises. That was lesson two, if you weren't with us. It was a life changer. Uh, last week, lesson three, we can obey God with faith, and by faith, we can step out of the boat. We can do whatever God's asked us to do. It was also an impactful message. Today, we want to talk about this, waiting patiently, which is actually referring to us waiting for Jesus to come back or for us to leave the earth. This one's age appropriate. This one's country appropriate, time appropriate, and we'll help you understand it as we go further today. And then E, this is something we all need. It enables us to endure hardships. And you and I, no matter what, no matter who we are, we're going to have some hardships in our life. And we're going to pray. We're going to use our sword of the Spirit. We're going to put up our shield of faith. But sometimes it takes a while, right, to come through some things. And we can literally endure by faith. So this is my big idea. This is what I want us to walk out understanding more clearly than ever. And it goes like this. When we know God's character, we can endure earth's chaos. And this will help you in every area of your life when it comes to faith, knowing and understanding the character of God. And we're gonna make sure we know that today because God's character, if we understand it, and here's a big part of it, you guys ready? He promised he'd never leave you nor forsake you. He promised he'd walk through the fire with you. And I want you to walk out understanding this nature of God, but notice what it does. It enables us to endure earth's chaos. And I got to thinking about some things that our country appropriate, right? Like last year, we all walked through COVID. There was no changing it, right? We had to endure that hardship. I got to thinking about my parents. Uh, they lived through the Great Depression, uh, uh, 1929 to 41. They were 13 when it ended. And that was a time, if you were a Christian, there's no way to get out of it. You just had to learn to endure it with joy, right? And so it really impacted my parents. And I remember I was in high school the first time I went to a restaurant. Anybody else my age that you didn't go to a lot of restaurants? Back then, it was like, it was just too expensive. And there was a different mentality because our parents walked through the Great Depression. My aunt came from California. She wanted to take my mom and dad out for their anniversary. So it's my first time ever, high school, in a restaurant. And I'm sitting across from my mom and she's looking at the menu. And I'll never forget, she looked at my dad she said, can you believe it, $4.50 for a dish of pasta? She said, I can feed the whole family on $4.50. So it really impacted their life. My dad tells a story that him and his siblings would go to the train tracks, and when coal trains came, they would pick up all the coal that fell off so they could literally heat their home. They didn't have money to heat their home. And I heard stories that my dad jumped on the train once in a while and knocked some extra ones off. That's the story. That's the rumor out there, guys. But they lived through a time where no matter who you are, no matter how much you love Jesus, no matter how strong your faith is, you're going to have to endure times like that. Think of our brothers and sisters in China. And I don't want to shame us. I, I throw them in every now and then. But, you know, if you're a Christian in China, uh, do you know that they will not allow you 
and your kids to go to good colleges. They literally will not allow your children into the good colleges, and they don't allow you to have a good job. They shame you. They shut you down in every way, and sometimes they throw you in prison. So if you happen to be born in a body in China, beautiful people, communist government, right? Um, You have to learn to endure that atmosphere, and you can do it by faith. And brothers and sisters throughout history have done that by faith. And you know what? No matter how much money we have, money can't fix relationship problems. And sometimes we go through relationship problems, relationship breakups, and we can endure those things by faith. So we're going to just talk about how we can do it. And here's, again, what we want to understand. Here's the number one thing we want to know about God. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He'll walk through the fire with us. He'll walk through the valley with us. He'll walk through the storm with us. And when we're having to endure something and it's taking a while, that's gonna enable you to endure all the chaos of the earth. And I wanna show you what it looks like before we close, but here's a cool scripture, you ready? Isaiah 43, two. When you go through the sea, I am with you. And this is not you and I on a cruise ship, right? This paints the image of someone being in the ocean, the waves are going crazy, and they're dog paddling, trying to keep their head above water. And here's what's important. God says, you may think you're alone, but I'm right there. I'm gonna go through it with you. He goes on to say, when you go through the rivers, and we're talking about a raging river with the water sweeping you away, and you don't know, is the waterfall coming? Am I gonna go over the ledge? And he says, they will not sweep you away. What's he saying? He's saying no matter what you go through, it's not going to taint you. It's not going to make you angry. It's not going to make you uh, bitter. It's not going to cause you to fear. It's not going to give you anxiety. It's not going to destroy your life, and you can walk through it with peace. He goes on to say this, when you walk through fire, you will not be burned, and the flames will not harm you. In other words, God promised to deliver us. God said, use your sword, push the enemy out. God said, put your shield up. God said, pray so you can receive. But while we're waiting, and sometimes no matter what, because of the time we're living in, some things are just going to happen. So we have to learn that even in the fires of life, God says, I am with you. And it reminded me of a story. It's a really cool story. It paints a beautiful picture. It's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to three Hebrew kids So Israel was defeated by Babylon. Babylon took Israelis, Jews, back to Babylon, and now they're they're there as servants. It's not their country. And King Nebuchadnezzar, who was a terrible king, at least at first, he built this gold statue, and here's what he said. Everybody has to bow down and worship this statue. Everybody has to worship it. Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they wouldn't worship it. And word got back to King Nebuchadnezzar. So he confronts them. He says, why aren't you bowing down to worship my statue? They said, sorry, king, all respect. We honor you. We respect you as king. We know you're the king, but we won't bow to anyone but our God. And he became so angry. He said, I'm going to throw you in that fiery furnace. And they said, oh, king, all respect. Throw us in. We believe our God will deliver us. But if he doesn't deliver us, we're still not bowing down to your statue. And he became so angry, he had them tied up and bound. And then he had soldiers go throw them in the fire. But he made it seven times hotter. And the Bible says when they threw them in that they literally died from the heat. The soldiers died. And so now they're in the flames. Nebuchadnezzar's sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, barbecue. He's all happy, right? (laughs) Sorry, just having some fun. 
Too soon? I don't think it's too soon for that one, guys. Come on, come on. So here's what happens, Daniel 3, 24. Then Nebuchadnezzar was startled. He sprang to his feet. He asked his advisors, didn't we throw three men into the fire? That's true, your majesty, they answered. We did, we did. Listen to the next verse, verse 25. The king replied, but look, I see four men. They're on tide, walking in the middle of the fire, and on harm, the fourth one looks like a son of the gods. The Hebrew says, the son of God. And we know the fourth man is Jesus. If you want some entertainment this week, whether you like, liked Oral Roberts or not, he's in heaven. He preached a message I heard in the 80s. And I just, I just was, it was just amazing. The message was, who is that fourth man? And he used this text, and he went through every book of the Bible and told us where Jesus was in every book of the Bible. And it just will fire you up. But let's get back to our story, okay? King Nebuchadnezzar's blown away because not only are they alive, he sees Jesus in there with him. He doesn't know who it is, but it's Jesus. But they're no longer bound. I mean, they're free. And he's like, how is this? They're, they're in the flames and they're free. So he said, hey, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come on out here and see me. So they come out. The Bible says their clothes were not burned. Their hair wasn't singed. And they didn't smell like smoke. God's given us a message, right? So King Nebuchadnezzar said this. He said, you know what? The God of the Hebrews, he's the true God. And he says, if anybody speaks evil of the God of the Hebrews, I'm going to pull their limbs off. And all I can think of is a horse here and a horse here, and, you're, yeah, and your arms fall off, you know. It's like, whoa. He said, I'll rip your limbs off. And then the Bible says this, he promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There's a message in here for us, guys. And what is God saying? There are times when you will walk through the fires of life. There are times when you will walk through the storms and the valleys, but Jesus will walk through them with you. And not only will he walk through them with you, he'll make you grow and become more spiritual. And when you come out on the other side, you're gonna be stronger than you were before you went in and nothing's gonna hurt you. Oh, there may be some physical you know, things that come at you, but he's saying inside, you're gonna be pure. You're gonna be holy. You're gonna be joyful. You're going to be happy. You're not going to be angry. You're not going to be bitter. He says, I will walk through every storm that this life throws at you. So here's a really cool New Testament story. You guys ready? The Apostle Paul. He's sharing Jesus. And so many people accepted Jesus, they stopped worshiping idols, which means they stopped buying idols. So this guy, his name's Alexander. He was a coppersmith. He made idols. He was so upset. I love the translation. I was reading it in. It says that he violently attacked Paul and his team. And Paul said this. Get a hold of this. He said, everybody deserted me. Can you imagine that? Everybody said, you know, Paul, we didn't sign up for this. We, sent, we signed up for these altar calls, but not this. And they all took off, and he's all by himself. And he learned what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego learned. He learned the character of God. No matter what you're going through, God's never going to leave you. He's never going to walk away from you. And that enables us to endure hardships and wait patiently. And listen to what he said in 2 Timothy 4, 17. However, the Lord stood by me and gave me strength so that I could finish spreading the good news for all the nations to hear, I was snatched out of the lion's mouth. And Paul learned a valuable lesson. No matter what comes at him, Jesus walked through it. And you know what else Paul said? He said, my God will deliver me from every evil work. Sometimes we walk through them longer than we want, but he said, I will come out on the other side. But he says, Jesus was right there. Can you imagine? Alexander's trying to kill him, and Jesus is strengthening him. And that's what we want to understand as we walk out today. When we know God's character, 
we can endure earth's chaos. And I really believe that's why Paul wrote this verse. It goes like this, Philippians 4.13. I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. And when you read the verses above, he says, I've learned to be hungry. I've learned how to live with nothing. I've learned how to have everything. And then he concludes with, guys, no matter what comes at me, I can do everything through Jesus who gives me strength. God will never leave us nor forsake us. I know when I was a young preacher, I would have preached a message like this totally different. But as I've walked through life, I realized, you know what? There's just some things that go on longer than we want. There's some problems we walk through. There's some national problems. There's some time-related problems. They're not gonna change, but we don't have to change. And we can walk through them in peace and in joy if we understand the character of our God. So I'm gonna help you do that. The Bible says that we can, by faith, wait patiently for Jesus to come back or for us to go to heaven. And when you read Hebrews 11, there's some of those men and women of faith that patiently endured, and they left here never receiving any promises, but they waited on the kingdom of God to come. And I got to thinking about this. This definitely is age-appropriate, right? And it's nation-appropriate, depending on whether you're in a nation like China or Iran that's persecuting you. But I remember as a young man, I accepted Jesus at 19. I was sexually active before then. Then at 19, I accepted him. I read the Bible, and I decided I'm going to walk sexually pure till I'm married. And I wasn't married for five years. And I'll never forget my prayers during that time. Here's my main prayer. Sorry, I wasn't real spiritual. I would pray, Father, don't send Jesus back until I get married. Please, don't do it, Father. That was my prayer. Then when I got married, my prayer kind of changed. Jesus, this is fun. Please don't come back for a couple years. And I remember praying those things. Just hold on. The world's not that bad, right? We need to get more people in the kingdom. Hold back, Father, hold back. And then, then the prayer changed to, wait till we have our kids. Then the prayer came, let us enjoy our kids, Father. And then let us have grandchildren. And when you're young and you're, you're healthy and you're not dealing with problems, it's like, well, I want to go to heaven. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Jesus coming back. But this earth isn't that bad, right? And then as you get older, when I was young, Tina uh, would give me all the jars to open. It was like, you know, boom, 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 really easy to open. Now she gives me a jar. It's like, I had to buy this big rubber thing that has a handle <laughs> so I can open jars. I'm just being, I lost my grip. But now here's the next problem. You know what else happened now? I have that thing, but it's, it turns circles in my, this hand's not strong enough to hold the jar. So now I have to come up with another something or other to help me open. And so as we age, can we all agree? I was talking to someone in their 90s and they're suffering so bad and they're going through so much and they're really looking forward to Jesus coming back, right? I get that. And some of you that are young, it's like, ah, I can wait and, and that's okay. But let me show you what the Bible says. And it's Romans 8, 18. It says, yet what we suffer now, this is a persecuted church being heavily persecuted. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will give us later. So they're being persecuted, thrown to lions, you know, all those things. It goes on to say, for all creation, that's the earth, it's all the animals, it's everything, is waiting patiently and hopefully for that future day when God will resurrect his children. Why? There'll be a new heaven, there'll be a new earth, 
a new order. Every knee will bow. Every government will say, you're Lord Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So listen to verse 23. Can we, can we give it up and say, yeah, thank you, Jesus? But like, I'm, I can still put up with this a little bit, Jesus. Wait, wait. All right, verse 23, verse 23. And even we Christians, although we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory, also grown to be released from pain and suffering. And again, country appropriate, age appropriate. But when you read the next part, it's like, okay, come back, Jesus. It's cool. Listen to the next part. We too wait anxiously for that day when God will give us our full rights as his children, including the new bodies he has promised us, bodies that will never be sick again and will never die. And so by faith, we can wait for that day, no matter what's going on around us, no matter what the chaos of the earth is. And then these work together. That's why I taught them together. We can also endure any hardships that come our way. And I want to show you what it looks like to endure a hardship. So here's a cool scripture. This is Ephesians 6, 13, 14. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. That's when we're attacked, when we're going through trouble. And the idea is to stand and to fight. And having done all to stand, that means you prayed. That means you, you know, swung your sword. You, you pushed the enemy out. You put your shield up. You're doing everything. But then listen to this. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. And he goes on and lists some of the armor. What does that stand therefore mean? It means nothing's changed. You fought, you did everything. It doesn't mean it's not going to change. It just means it hasn't changed yet, right? And so here you are and you're waiting. What do you do? Well, you, you, you have to understand the character of God. God's walking through this with me. God is in the fire. God will never leave me. God will never forsake me. My God will deliver me from every evil work. And so when we understand that, we look a certain way. So here's one of my favorite scriptures. I have two uh, that I want to share with you. One of my favorite in all the Bible is Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. I know you were reading this this morning. It says, even though the fig trees are destroyed and there is neither blossom left nor fruit, though the olive crops all fail, and the fields lie barren, even if the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty. Agricultural society, translated, you lose everything you have. He says, even if I lose everything I have, today uh, we lose our retirement, we lose our savings, we lose our job, we lose everything that we have. There's nothing. And he goes on to say, I've learned a secret of trusting God. I've learned a secret of how to endure by faith. And guys, it's a focus issue. Listen to the very next verse. He says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord and I will be happy in the God of my salvation. What's he doing? He's taking it from the earth to heaven. And I love this phrase, rejoice in the Lord, because Philippians 4.4 says to us Christians, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. So I don't care what's going on. Not that I'm not concerned, right? I'm concerned about our country. I'm concerned about this world that I live in. I'm concerned about my life. I'm concerned about your life. But no matter what's going on, this world does not have the right to steal your joy, to steal your peace. And you and I can say, I'm not letting bitterness come in. I'm not letting anger come in. I am not going to give in to this. I'm going to look at what God has done for me, how he's freed me, how he's washed my sins away, how he's coming back for me, how I'm going to heaven, and I'm just going to rejoice in him. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I preach every 10 years, so... so, so. 
this, this is history being made, guys. <laughs> so I had a guy in the lobby I met last night. He goes, are you from New Jersey? I said, nah. He goes, you seem like you're from New Jersey. I said, no, 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 I'm not. Now, guys, what if it's your fault? What if it's your fault? What if you're the one that blew it? And boy, we've all done that in one way or another, right? What if you're going through a tough time because of a bad decision or a sin, something you did wrong? Here's a scripture that I just love. It's a book we don't often read. It's the book of Lamentations. And listen to this, Lamentations 3.20. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. And if you understand the story, the loss is his fault. Yet I still dare to hope. I want you to walk out of here today daring to hope. When I remember this, I want you to dare to hope. What do you need to remember? The character of God. Listen to verse 22. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. Whether we're unfaithful or not, he's faithful. His love will never cease towards you. He's still in the fire with you. He's still walking in the rivers, in the ocean. He's still there with you. It goes on to say, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Just Translation of mercies, hey, you blew it, but I still love you, and I'm still going to pick you up and take you back. And that's the mercies of God. And then he goes on to say this, great is his faithfulness. God is faithful, man, way more than we are. And then I love this, his mercies begin afresh each morning. Wow. So what if you blow it every day? Well, you wake up in the morning, God's like, my mercies they're new every day, man. Let me pull you up out of that problem. Let me keep growing you. Let me love you. Let me be faithful to you. And guys, I know we already did it, but in Borman online here in Warren, can we give it up? Guys at TCI, say thank you, God. <laughs> thank you, God, for your faithfulness. This is amazing. So when we understand God's character, we can endure earth's chaos. And it's just important to know, sometimes we walk through the fire. I'm not telling you not to fight. I'm not telling you not to believe God for deliverance because we should. I'm just telling you if it takes a little longer, just begin to rejoice in the Lord and trust his character and know that he's right there and know that his mercies will never cease and they're new every single day of our life. Let's pray. Let's bow our heads. Let's close our eyes. Father, I did my best to teach this incredible part of the Bible. We're so thankful for it, Father. We're so thankful for what you do and what you're doing in all of our lives. And Father, we all take a moment. And for some, not all, some of us, are, we're just, we're refocusing and we're looking to you. And Lord, we're making a decision that no matter what's going on in our life, we're going to rejoice in what you've done for us. We're gonna rejoice in who you are. And Lord, I thank you for energizing our faith in every other area as we understand your amazing character, Lord God. Father, I pray and ask that you will make your faithfulness new to some that are listening. Make it new, make it real to them, Lord God. Let them see you for who you are, the God that never leaves us nor forsakes us. Father, make your character real to us, the God who gives us mercy every day, even though we don't deserve it. Make it real. And Father, those people that were ready to walk away, ready to quit, or were walking in hurt or bitterness or fear, I ask you to bring healing into their lives, even now, Lord God. And I thank you for doing it.
Heads are bad, eyes are closed. Guys, God is real, the Holy Spirit's real. Some of you might be visiting saying, whoa, what is happening? That's God's presence, he's just ministering life to you. So can we stay in an attitude of prayer with heads bowed, eyes closed? If you're here and you're not sure if you're forever, I wanna give you an opportunity to receive the very mercy of God and have him save your soul. You may have grown up in church. You may not even believe God exists. You can grow up in church and not know Jesus. You can hear about Jesus and not know Jesus. Or you might have walked in like I was when I was 19. I didn't believe God existed, but God believed in me. He was faithful. He reached out and he saved my soul. And maybe he's gonna do that today for some that are listening. And here's all you have to do. The Bible says, Jesus died for your sins. God raised him out of the grave. And if you believe that and accept him as savior, he will wash your sins away and make you a child of the most high God. So with heads bowed, eyes closed, if you're listening, you say, that's me. Would you pray right now with me? And the rest of us, we're gonna help you pray in Borman, TCI, online, and Warren here. Can we help them pray? And if you mean this, it's gonna bring a miracle. Just say this after me. Say, Lord God, I realize I'm a sinner and I repent of all my sins. And I look to Jesus today. Jesus, I believe you died for the sins of the entire world, mine included. God raised you up out of the grave. You're alive, you're the savior, you're the king. And today I accept you as my savior. And I make a decision to follow you. Amen. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. There are a couple things I'd love for you to do. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That helps us spread the word and impact more people. You can also help us see others connected to God by investing today at believers.cc slash give. And if you want updates on all things Believers Church, check out believers.cc or follow us at A City Connected on Twitter and Instagram or search Believers The Connecting Place on Facebook. The best way to connect with BC is live and in person at one of our weekend worship experiences. We have locations in Boardman and Warren, and you can get the service times and plan your visit at Believers.cc. Thanks for tuning in to the BC Podcast.